I always been a fan of gangsters, mafia films and gangster flicks. I love Goodfellas, The Godfathers, Once Upon a Time in America. I always marveled at Lucky Luciano and, and Maya Lancey and their story, how they rose to prominence and, be, and made the commission and was able to convince five of the biggest mafia families, gangs, or what have you, in New York to come together as one. And they eventually expanded throughout the nation. And they have ties that goes back to Italy, where they originally are from. But then I looked at the black gangster. We not as you know, romanticizes that of the the white gangsters, the Italians, the mafia. I think about the black exploitation films such as The Mac and, and Bucktown and Hell Up in Harlem, Three the Hard Way. We was either drug dealers, pimps, citizens that just couldn't take it no more, or what have you. Robbery. And everything. But then came the movie Harlem. I mean, Hoodlum. Hoodlum. With Lawrence Fishburne. Where he played Bumpy Johnson. He played... He was the first one to play that role. And it introduced us to, you know, the queen. The, the numbers. The, the policy. And we actually saw a guy that went against the mafia. That we're getting here with Godfather of Harlem. And it made me think, why is it that the black gangster never got the same love? And why did we not connect across the United States and we're able to tap into racketeering racks and, 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 and unions and, and all that good stuff? And why is it that the rap industry hip-hop culture, they embrace the Italian gangsters and and and, and the uh, El Chapo and as well as, uh, you know, the, the other type gangsters that not even in black culture. You never hear rappers say, that, my name is Bumpy Johnson. My name is Frank Matthews. I'm Frank Lucas. No. Only one person actually glorified a uh, an actual black gangster. And that was what? Freeway Ricky Ross? Rick Ross? Now, of course, you got the the gangs, the leader of gangs, what have you. But either way, we're not looked at as the same. We're not treated as the same. We're not revered as the same. Think about how many movies has came out about uh, and documentaries that came out about the different mafiosa and mafia uh, bosses and godfathers. The different movies that spawn from that type of life. Think about it. One of your favorite gangster flicks is what? Goodfellas? So I want to talk about that. I actually want to look into that. And we're going to dig into it. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. 
I'm your host, Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. You already know the drill. If you want to see my porn, you want to hear my music, you want to follow me on social media, go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. We are brought here to you by Anchor. You already know what it is. The perfect app for anybody that's trying to start their own podcast. Also, we are a proud member of the uh, GW District Black Podcast Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and check out the network. Me and many other podcasts that are ran by black people. And also, while you're there, get some shopping done. Because you got the chance to uh, get some nice product from over a thousand black retailers from fashion, health, and beauty. And we also are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. So I'm done with all that. Let's get to the meat of the matter. Black gangsters just don't get the same love. I've seen people try to do, um, what is it? Series, documentaries, and everything else on Nikki Barnes, Frank Lucas, we got the American Gangster, what have you. One of my favorite documentaries is by Al Prophet where he talked about Frank Luke, Frank Matthews. And Frank Matthews is close to my heart because this guy's from Durham. He went to school. He knew my dad. My dad knew who he was. You know, period. And not to be trying to toot my own horn, but my dad was also a cousin to Frank Lucas. But either way, Frank Matthews was from my area. Go ahead, check out the documentaries on YouTube. Frank Matthews was bigger than that of Frank Lucas, bigger than that of Nicky Barnes. He basically controlled drug trafficking up and down the East Coast and was and was stretching out West Coast. This was during the time of, I think, the uh, right after the French Connection, I think. Frank Matthews was killing it. He was making millions. Then eventually it caught up with him and um, he disappeared. They never caught him. But you hear the world, Terry, Frank Lucas was and Nicky Barnes was the men. But during that time, it was him. But why we don't hear rappers talk about black gangsters like him? You want to know why? Well, it's, it's easy. Because movies has made it to where black gangsters don't look as sexy as the Italians. Most of our movies, of course, uh, is, is, of course, each of the black gangsters, each of the, the uh, black gangsters lived in the neighborhoods. It, I get it was the neighborhoods. It's urban and, and all that good stuff. But think about this. Why did we not get the same respect? Why did the black mafia guy or the black gangster didn't get the same respect as on screen? Why have we not seen a movie that discussed the Philadelphia black mafia? We still haven't got a movie about Nicky Barnes. The reason why, because the black gangster is not as sexy. He don't have that gravitas and that cachet like that of a Lucky Luciano. The name don't sound as as sexy. Like Henry, 
Mickey the Cobra Cogwell. Ellsworth Bumpy Johnson. Don't sound don't don't, don't sound is don't rock the tongue is Maya Lansky. Gambino. Sammy the Bull Gavano. You feel me? The way they talk, the way they do they they think. Hollywood, of course, pushed that gangster image back in the 1950s, in the 30s, in the 40s, in the 1920s. We didn't see black mafias. We didn't see black gangsters. We didn't see black, true black thugness until the exploitation days. And then guess what they were? They were pimps. Yeah, he might have been the boss. He ran the city, but he was a drug dealer. Yeah, some people, yeah, he was shaking down. I mean, you, it was not as romantic. You feel what I'm saying? No, it didn't look as sexy. They was wearing the suits and all that, and and they're talking about running unions and construction. Hollywood made the Italian gangster, and history made the Italian gangster seem like he was smarter than the black gangster. So thus, rappers, they don't talk about black gangsters. They might speak about them in music, but they don't use their name. They don't glorify them as much as the Italians. They glorify Scarface way more, who is an imaginary gangster, than that of the real gangsters that was actually in our neighborhoods. Now, now people are going to say, that's not true. No, it's, it's very true. But then the other question that came to me was Bobby Johnson and the Godfather of Harlem was talking about the 10 Harlems, where he was basically got the 10 cities, the top drug dealer in the 10 cities, one of them being, of course, my man, Method Man, was the leader of the the, um, the Philadelphia Black Mafia, March 12, if I understand that, before I'm seeing here on uh, Wikipedia. And um, he basically got them to come together and he distributed, he was going to distribute the drugs to them. Which in turn, they were going to get it cheaper, blah, 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 okay. I was like, well, why didn't he sit them down and say, why don't we be like the Italians and we come together and, you know, and we do like what the Italians do. Which method was actually better? Because understand, with all the black gangsters, when you think about the black mafia family, for example, they had different people in different cities. They had distributing throughout the country. Same thing with any of the black gangsters you can think of that was attached to that was attached to, to mafia people, such as Jeff Riddle, Francis Big Frank Nitty Usher, who ran who who ran the underground of the motor city back in the in, in the mid and late seventies. Say or Pernell Stax Edwards was associated with Lugazi uh Lugazi's crime family out of New York. See, that's why I'm saying understand a lot of these cats a lot of these 
cats, they dealt with the Italians and got their drugs from them. Now, granted, Ike Atkinson did not, but that was a totally different story. But the point being, they never decided to be a clique. They might have got drugs from whatever distributor they had, but they never been a clique. Was that better than having the family thing? Because, okay, for example, with the mob having a family and you got five families, does that not cause more attention to be seen? Also, that means that all of y'all are connected in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And plus, if y'all divvying up the whole country, that means there's more competition. But it also allowed them to consolidate their power. Sorry about that. To consolidate their power. And to also create more influence. See, understand... Blacks could never made a mafia because when the mafia would have shut it down, the government would have shut it down. And plus, like I said, how much connection did we had to each other? I mean, we might have distributed drugs to each other and, and the whole nine, but two black kingpins working together like, like that of what, um, what the mafia was doing. We didn't have the capacity of doing that, nor did we had the resources of doing that. So it would have never been an actual mafia. It would have never been an actual Lacosha Nostra for us. Plus, we didn't have no connection to the motherland. So with them, they had they already had tradition that actually fell over here. There was no tradition for us to actually follow when it comes to actually being a crime organization family. That's why you had, you know, the different groups, the different cliques. No, we won't go to ever own no uh, union or, or tap into a politician but so much because we're not white. Regardless, the Italians, regardless of the Italian, they're white. And we won't the only ones like that. You had the Italians the same way. You had the, 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 the closest thing to a mafia that you heard of outside was, wait, of course, you heard the Jewish mafia. Then, of course, you heard of the, the show the Amish mafia. <laughs> you know, then our mafia, where the closest thing to our mafia, you might say, would be the, the Philadelphia Black Mafia and the BMF, the Black Mafia family. But they want the true sense of what mafia was. They were just a clique. They were a gang. Not the same. The influence did not reach nationwide and into the crust of society like that of the Italian mobsters. Smoke that over for a minute. Now, if the Reconstruction era had went differently, maybe differently. But no. Black people, we would never have a piece of Vegas. We would never have a piece of Atlantic City like that. So in actuality, our game had to be the drugs, the policy. And of course, you know the mobster wants that, and we had to fight every time to get rid of it. So think about it. 
Bumpy had to fight Dutch Schultz for Harlem, for the policy. Him and the Queen. He didn't have a national syndicate of Negroes that was in the same boat as him that was coming to give him backup. Like I said, at the most we ever did was we distributed drugs to each other, but it was never a situation of, yo, man, I need help with this. And because we're under the same umbrella, you bound to help me type situation. For example, Ike Atkins, he had he had a network. See, that's what we have. We have networks. We didn't we we didn't we didn't have a mafia family. We didn't have a a national syndicate. We just had networks. That's how we worked. One person know another person, they knew another person, and that's how the distributing of drugs ended up happening. We always had worked with the mafia. The mafia has always had a black person that was right there beside them that helped them move their drugs and make moves, not just in the black community, but period. See, Godfather Harlem is not so far off. Bumpy was, Bumpy Johnson was basically the guy that they anointed who they were going to distribute drugs through Harlem. They said, hey, you the man for Harlem. Even though Bumpy probably took that role, but still, that is what it was. Same thing with, uh, what's his damn name? Nicky Barnes. Nicky Barnes, the mafia loved him. They said, hey, you, you, you the man. And he made a click which was similar to that of the mafia, but they wasn't family. Meaning each one had their own complete shit. An inner system, organized system. But like I said before, we, we wasn't built that way because once again, all they did was took something that they did back in the motherland and brought it to America and applied it to America. We didn't bring nothing back from our motherland because the way we was brought over here. But the thing that, like I said, is that puzzles me is that how you don't see a lot of m m movies about the actual, factual, historical black gangsters. The guys that I'm seeing here listed on GangsterReport.com, top five black associates to time off. Now, like one of the guys I was just mentioning, Henry Mickey Cobra of uh, Cogwell. He was the founder of the Cobra Street Gang on the west side of Chicago in the 1950s, my man. Yeah, Cogwell rose to the, the ranks of the black underworld. There's a part of the Italian mafia. He was basically a liaison. See, because he was black, he could never be in there. He ran with the, he ran with the outfit. He aligned himself with the Peace Stone Nation, another west side African African American cream, excuse me, crime syndicate, and he basically dominated the drug game in Chicago until his death, in nineteen seventy-seven. See, 
we ain't got no movies about people like Jeff Riddle, the self-declared black John Gotti of the Ohio underworld. He was a lieutenant. He was a trust lieutenant to the uh, Young Sound Mafia leader, Lenny Strollo, in the late 80s and the 90s. Think about that. That black man was actually a chief lieutenant to the mafia. He was never being made. He was never going to be made. He was on his way to being made, from what I understand, for what they're saying here. But now nah, he ran to a shakedown and got killed in 1996. So this guy almost had an opportunity to be made, but you'll never see a movie about that. You want to know why? Because it's kind of the same reason why we just saw a cartoon about a black samurai, but you'll never see a movie about it. And then, of course, y'all heard of Pernell Stacks. If you've seen Goodfellas, I don't need to say no more. So we always had connections to the mafia. Like I said before, Frank Matthews, you would never see a movie of him because he's the one that got away. We'll see doc, some documentaries, but you know what I'm saying? We don't, we, like I said, we don't romanticize our gangsters. We don't. We don't look at them the same way or, or treat them the same way or give them the same respect as the white gangsters and the Italian gangsters. I was sitting there just looking at all the gangster movies that I've sit there and seen, you know, period. And I'm like, damn, I would love to see a movie about Nicky Barnes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we seen American Gangster. That was hot. We we got a little taste of Nicky Barnes, but we over we getting is a documentary. We got Paid in Full. Paid in Full was nice. I like that. You feel me? But like I said again, it's with our gangsters, they're not. It's. I'm trying to explain it the best. I, it, I hope y'all getting the picture. What I'm saying is, when you look at the the Italian gangsters, you get a different sense than when you do the black ones. And it's more of we give more respect to them than we do our own. We give more of a shine to them than we do our own. That's all I'm saying. So it made me think, like I said, when I look at the different movies, it made me think, yeah, why couldn't we work together? But then I was like, no, nah, we don't really need to. Because working together not necessarily means that we have to be a family. It could be network. We were just a thug. We did pretty much damn near all the same crimes. The only thing we didn't do was shit. We didn't fuck with unions, but we would never gotten to unions to begin with. We would have never touched unions. We would never get close. Think about it. They couldn't believe. But no, no, here's the crazy part about this. Even black, well, of course, American gangster, they weren't going to make it seem like Ike was the leader. They made it seem like Frank was. But why didn't they do the movie where it was Ike? I mean, I'm pretty sure Ike Fatter wouldn't have minded it. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure they were like, shit, why not? Because Frank Lucas is a sexier character than Ike. And two, do you think the military wants, really want a movie that comes out to where how he really breaks down how they got them damn <laughs> drugs, drugs in them damn casket of dead military? That's why they didn't do an Ike Atkins movie. Military would have had a hissy fit. Because think about it. They never said or showed how they loaded those caskets in the movie. So, but I thought it'd be nice to talk about, you know, the black mafias and give you some names of some cats that you may have not thought about or what have you. Like I said, uh, like the black mafia family, the, 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 it's not the black mafia family, the Philadelphia mafia. They were Muslims. They were thug. Now, them the guys that gave Frank Matthews hell actually beheaded his lieutenant. While he was in a party, they made all drug dealers had to give them money for selling drugs. Can you imagine a movie? Can you imagine a movie for that shit? That would be hot. I'm sorry. That should be a serious movie itself. I love that. Of course, we all know that Snowfall is based off of Rick. Rick Ross, but like I said again, the reason why I like Freeway Ricky, the reason why uh, the reason why I said I like Godfather Harlem, a little bit more closer to history, a little more close to what been going on at that time, and it could be plausible. You tell me he didn't match with with some of them mobsters, other than that adult souls. And see why I also like they always show puppies being two steps ahead of everybody. Even in Hulu, two steps ahead. That's the other thing I like about with some with, with some of these gangsters, with, with the black gangsters that they've been portraying lately. That these guys are very highly intelligent and strategic as fuck, and they always stay ahead of their enemy. I like that. See, that's the one thing I can say. When it comes to thugs, they actually do what's right in Hollywood. <laughs> well, lately anyway. <laughs> they don't make it seem like we're so savage and stupid. You know, but like I said before, we don't learn more about our black gangster. We don't learn more about the black mafia. I mean, they should teach that shit in school. Me personally. It's a part of history. Think about it. People don't realize where the, the, the Lone Ranger came from. It was a black man. But that's a story for another day. Everything wants everybody want to whitewash shit. But it is what it is. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to give you some thought process and give you some shit that you ain't really, really, really thought about. You know... Because, like I told you before, I always try to do my research on these gangsters, man. Like even with Eddie Jackson for Detroit, I love that 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 uh documentary where he 
where he was getting interviewed and the dude was asking him, he was like, well, how much, do you, how much money do you make? He said, well, sir, if I tell you how much money I make, that means I'm telling you my business. <laughs> and it's like the way he talked. And what's crazy is he got caught at the same time that Frank Matthews got caught in the same fucking casino. These North Carolina country motherfuckers run you city boys. Keep that in mind, baby. Keep that in mind. That's why I said is, and like I said before, we took the crimes that was left to us and we made the best out of them. And that's keeping it real. The policy was our shit. Think how many policy owners. And I would love to hear more about some of these policy owners. I, I know they had some in Chicago. I know that, but Judge Gene Connor uh, kidnapped the, the black policy owner in Chicago and made him give up the business. I would love to hear his story. There's so many stories when it comes to the gangland for us for back in the 1920s and the 60s and the 70s that we don't even tap into, that we don't even tell on screen. Why don't we? Those stories deserve to be told just as much as Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King. We need to hold, we need to know our history, good and bad, baby. Why haven't we did a, a movie discussing or or people talk more about so much of our black history, from kings to 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 rulers? Because our stories just ain't sexy to the world, or is it because it's just not sexy to us? Because we don't want to see our own story. We like seeing other people's story, but we don't want to see our own. Even though our story. It's probably more interesting. I mean, think about this for a second. Frank Matthews was one of the biggest drug dealers in the world. He is still right now on the top 10 wanted list, and he might be dead right now. Died of natural causes. He was about the same age as my dad. Shit. Think about it. Smoke that over for a minute. Wouldn't that be an interesting story just to see the ending when he grabbed his girlfriend and they're about to leave? Then he comes to Durham, he gets his money out of Durham, down there at the uh the the, the farmers and, and and got anyway, the black bank down here, the sheriff from Durham is on his way to try to catch him, and he misses him that quick within a minute. I'm sorry, man. It's so much shit that we could be tapping into. That's why, yeah, we do need a truly black-owned HBO or what have you. It's so much of our history that we can tell with stories and movies and what have you that we don't. So me, I hope moving forward, we see more stuff about the black mob, the black mobster, the black gangster, the black thug. And I ain't talking about the motherfucker that's sitting there doing the crimp walk and wearing red and blue. I'm not talking about the guy that's a pimp 
Give me that intelligent thug. Give me that dude like like Bumpy Johnson. Give me that. Give me the best friends in Detroit. Give me that story. Pretty, you know, say Maserati Rick. I ain't talking about from the point of view of the white boy. Give me your man. Uh, shit. I'm just saying, there are gangsters out there that y'all can tap into, man, do some movies and history about. That's all I'm saying. So, I'm done. I hope y'all enjoyed this. So, life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You ain't learn anything. Smoke this over. Yo, research your black gangster and know your black history.